Phil, that was uh, Robert Thurman back on the show. Uh, terrific interview, terrific guy. And uh, for those tuning in and watching us on the YouTube channel, as opposed to the podcast uh, broadcast, uh, and my background looks different, it's because when we did the interview, I was in Sweden, and now for the discussion, I'm in Iowa, and I usually don't bounce around that much, but uh, this and I try to look the same with my shirt color and all. But uh, in any event, I just the, and we have to say, in the interest of continuity, we both made sure to wear the same shirt we were wearing when we did the interview. Only Dennis is in a different location, hence. Right. Not complete continuity. Not, not complete, but and if anybody has any ideas about what we should wear when we do need to <laughs> let us know. So uh, he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, tremendous background. Uh, his, uh, you know, people, the Dalai Lama is quite a, a figure in the world today. And this is a man that's probably spent as much time or more than any other Westerner with him. And, he, you know, he was a professor at Columbia University for 30 years. Brilliant academic, but also very full of heart and, and spirit and enthusiasm uh, and passion for what he's studying. And, and I thought very modest, very humble. And uh, it was just great, great hearing him. And uh, he's on in years, but uh, definitely has. What not do you mean he's on identity. in years? He just had his 80th birthday. Oh, so that's not sounding so old. Anymore. No, he's only two years on, young, yeah. older than Joe Biden. Yeah. Right, an age that's right around the corner for some of us, but yes, yeah. we're on so anyway, the way. He's a good role first, model. Phil, I, I want to ask, when did you first become familiar with him and his work? With Bob Thurman? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. You know, I because of my writing and my work, I have to, you know, I'm, I, I learn about things. I re, have to research things and look into them. So his name has been coming up for decades, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, as the Dalai Lama became better known in the West mm -hmm. uh, and essentially became the face of not just Tibetan Buddhism, but Buddhism to most people, uh, seemed Bob Thurman was always uh, a presence in that context. And then, you know, when, uh, I became familiar with his his own work as a scholar and a spokesperson mm -hmm. and advocate for uh, Tibetan freedom and the you know the, the Tibet House in New York and all the different ways that Tibetan Buddhism and Tibetan culture have been uh, made uh, more accessible and uh, to most of us. His name has just always been part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and when you think about it, uh, in the Buddhism has become in, in America uh, more and more popular, more and more. I mean, back in the 70s, uh, it wasn't likely you'd meet any Westerner that was a Buddhist. But now it's become uh, definitely uh, something that's more in, in, in our culture mainstream. And, and again, uh, you know, people think of Zen Buddhism, Tibetan Buddhism. There's different strains of, of the same religious tradition, spiritual tradition. And, and, and a uh, lot of people would argue with even the use of, uh, of, of with it being called a religion. Right. 
there's many, many people would argue that, you know, religion is a Western invention. Right, right. You know, a, a Western concept. And uh, like a lot of uh, Hindus don't like the categorization of Hinduism as a, as a world, as a religion. They prefer the term Sanatana Dharma. Right. You know, eternal way. And a lot of Buddhists just you know, don't like. Right, right. And, and also some, something that and it, you can reflect on this. I know certainly with Hinduism, and I assume with the Buddhism, uh, uh, a Buddhist or, or Hindu seems to have no problem with somebody being uh, uh, Catholic or, or any branch of Christianity or, or Jewish or any other religion and still considering themselves following the teachings of the Buddha or, or uh, the, you know, the, the knowledge contained in the Veda. That uh, yeah. there is that contradiction, whereas it's a Western. That's, it's very well put what you said about uh, Christi- uh, about religion being a Western kind of invention. It, it, it's it, the way we've done it. It's very categorized. So you're you're Jewish. This is your, what category you fit in. You're 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 a Christian. This is and you you don't blend. You don't mix. You, if you you're either one or the other, you you can't uh, drift from these beliefs. Whereas I think uh, Buddhist thinking, and, and I think the expression we use now, uh, um, spiritual but not religious. That would be anybody who's Hindu or, or, or Buddhist, I would think. Certainly well, Buddhist. I don't think that the term uh, the, and the number of people who identify with the term spiritual but not religious, I don't think it would be viable if we had not had right. introduced into the culture what we think of as Hinduism and Buddhism because they're practice-oriented right. and right. experience-oriented. Right. There are always people who were spiritual seekers and didn't identify with, you know, the customary religions. Uh, it's been called different things, spiritual but not religious, uh, unaffiliated, spirituality. Uh, one scholar used to call it the religion of no religion. Right. But, but it was only since the 60s and 70s with the, you know, since when these teachings from the East became really accessible, that people could have a viable spiritual path without being affiliated with a church, a synagogue, or any tradition, right, or right. to have both, to to incorporate you know, principles right. from these practices from right, these. right, and and I think of people. Uh, I mean, Ginsburg, I, I think introduced uh, uh, a lot of these concepts back when Thomas Merton, who was definitely influ- influenced by uh, Buddhist teaching, uh, the Catholic uh, monastic, uh, certainly he was in that category. Uh, Thomas Keating, uh, who passed uh, not so long ago, uh, ca- again, a Catholic monk uh, who uh, uh, was very influenced by the, the, the Buddhist teachings and, and who incorporated them, who was not threatened by them, who did not say, as many would say from his branch of religion, uh, no, 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 that's not part of us or that's not the teachings of Christ. He, he, he was uh, very, ca- if you think of Catholic as the word actually means universal, all-encompassing, all he certainly followed that, and, and uh, in, in so, and Thurman is like you said, he's been uh, involved with this uh, from from for the last fifty years, and so uh, you know he he has quite a perspective on it. And his book, you get to hold it still. Wisdom is trying bliss. to find the cam. The, the, right place wisdom is bliss we should come out with a book bliss is wisdom and see if this really no, it's very book. interesting because 
Um, it's a great it title. Is, it is very user friendly. I mean, Thurman is, you know, a world class scholar. Right. At an Ivy League institution all these years. Uh, well, he's retired now, but um, this book is is very uh, down to earth and friendly. And that and and one of the things I realized is it's very on target translating the essence of the, the Buddhist teachings mm-hmm. to everyday life to people in the West. Like the subtitle is four friendly fun facts that can change your life. But what they are, what he's calling friendly fun facts are the four noble truths of Buddhism. And he's right. making it more user-friendly and, and more uh, less intimidating. And similarly, in the book, the, uh, the, the middle eight chapters of 10, um, they all have the word realistic in them. I'm looking for the table of contents. And those eight, realistic motivation, or the realistic worldview, realistic motivation, realistic speech, et cetera, et cetera, Though that that's the eightfold path right. of Buddhism, and and so he's made it, uh, you know, he's brought his scholarship down to uh, everyday life for people to apply. Right. To and their and lives. I think that that is something that he can do because he he lives what he's uh, he, he he has an academic pers- depth of knowledge. But it's but that depth of knowledge and the, what he's teaching, he's incorporated into his living and life, which isn't always the case. I mean, there are people that teach Buddhism, that could teach Hinduism, that teach Christianity, and it's just purely academic. It's not part of their life. Whereas he, it, it, this is something that is very much part of his life. And, and he, uh, you, he's so he's very well known, and he, he he's very friendly. He knows a lot of people. And so I'm always seeing him and somebody else doing something together. So right. for example, I just uh, noticed, uh, because I'm on so many mailing lists, he and Krishnadas are doing a program together. Oh. So here you have Krishnadas, who's the embodiment of the sort of uh, bhakti Uh, path of devotion and and uh, the musical expressions of that in kirtan and the chanting of uh mantra sounds that we associate with hinduism doing a joint program with an uh, a scholarly uh buddhist now now is robert thurman speaking and krishna das is singing are they having dialogue is it a little bit of both and we don't know we'll find out that'd be great And, and by the way in our archives, we recently interviewed Krishna Das. Yes, Great interview, did. had a tremendous response to that one. And uh, so please listen into that. Okay. 300, 300 or so. Uh, We're getting uh, close to 300, yes. What's and that? we have a lot of good stuff coming a lot up. Of good, we, we have a lot of requests. Fall. Want, if you know anybody, you want to recommend anybody, you want to come on the show, email us, do that. And right now, before you tune off, turn off, uh, Click the subscribe button. Whether you're listening to the podcast or you're watching us on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. And 
Again, thank you, anybody who has uh, given money to keep us on the air. Uh, we've had a little bit of a dry spell again. And uh, if you would like to do that, go to spiritmatterstalk.com and, and it'll explain what to do. We're not in operators are standing by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we could have a telethon. We could have a spiritual thought. We should have a telethon. Yeah. Uh, Spiritmatterstalk.com. Uh, a thon. So uh, there you go. Anyway. Okay. Uh, greetings Thanks, to all you. I'm in uh, from LA and, and Iowa. Uh, greetings to all. And until next time, Phil. Next time.